You're listening to Once, episode 132, New York City Serenade, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're so happy to have you back. We're so happy to be back. Everybody's happy that the show is back. It's been a long hiatus. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> if I may quote someone. Yeah, that's, that's true. I didn't realize while I was saying that, that that's also true. Everybody's back. We're all back. They're, but, actually, they're back twice. That's That's true. Which is strange. We are back. We are both. We are back both. Both Both back. back. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, these are going to be just our initial reactions to having just watched the show about 15 minutes ago. So we're going to be a bit all over the place in our discussion and not quite have everything hashed out necessarily. So that's where your feedback comes in as we do our full discussion this upcoming Wednesday, live at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus 5 over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And we'd love to have you part of that. And I'll give you the feedback information as we go along in a little bit. But, uh, and I'm sorry, that's GMT minus four, by the way. But I would love to start out with the end of the episode. (laughs) That everybody knew was coming. (laughs) Yes. ABC does not consider something a spoiler that we consider a spoiler. Like the entire plot... And all the questions raised in the finale. Well, let me say now that this episode has come out. The only spoilers I managed to know, besides episode titles, which I tend to forget. I had to look up what the title was for tonight. So, titles, I forget those, but I do put them in the forms. The only stuff I knew is that Wicked is coming. Yes. I knew we'd see the Wicked Witch of the West, or whoever the Green Lady is. (laughs) I knew that we would be back in... Uh, Storybrooke, somehow. I consider that to be pretty giant spoilers. Both of those things. Yeah. Yeah, but I can see that they needed something to tease. And still, even in this episode, they didn't let us see the Green Lady until the very end. Kermit the Frog's wife, maybe, or daughter. But it was really cool to see flying monkeys in this episode. It was. Which I didn't really expect to see, but the the dis- the detail in the design of those monkeys was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought they did a good job. I was surprised we didn't see the Green Lady as you have it a little bit sooner, since they basically teased us with her arrival the entire hiatus, whether we wanted to see it or not. Well, look at what they did with Peter Pan. They didn't actually reveal who Peter Pan was until the end of that episode. In uh, the be- in the beginning of season three, yeah. That is. Did I know he was coming at the beginning of season three? We I knew they I were going to Neverland, did. and yeah, we knew, yeah, we knew all kinds of things. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So we finally have our flying monkeys. <laughs> Yes, Since Dan the pilot would been... be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Since the pilot, we've been waiting for this day. And in case you don't know, Dan Flynn is uh, our late co-host back <laughs> from season one. Yes. And uh, he stopped just before season two podcasting with us. But he might 
I don't know, maybe he'll sneak in and so he can say, flying monkeys, finally, and then he'll leave because he's kind of flies around like a flying monkey sometimes. <laughs> yes. But speaking of co-hosts, I want to share with you that uh, the sad news was if you didn't catch it in one of our previous episodes, Jenny has resigned from doing these podcasts with us. So now but she's a late co-host as well. <laughs> she and I still do our Once Upon a Time in Wonderland show for TVTalk.com, but... For our full discussions for Once Upon a Time, we've brought on not one replacement because it's really difficult to replace <laughs> my wife. And really, I can't replace her. But as far as a co-host for the podcast, <laughs> we're bringing on several people to help us out with the podcast. What we're going to be doing is Aaron J., who is our co-host for Wonderland Podcast, will be joining us as our regular co-host on Once Podcast. And then also, Jacqueline and Hunter will be joining us, not for the majority of the discussion, but near the end of the discussion, they'll share some things, some Disney and fairy tale insights, as well as some great conversations going on in the forums. And then they'll share spoilers with you, because both of them are really heavy into the spoilers and love discussing that stuff. So they'll do a great job at that. You might have gotten a preview of some of that in the last episode when we were really kind of testing them secretly, <laughs> see how they did. <laughs> but that will be starting this Wednesday at 8 p.m. And you'll be able to join us for the live shows every Sunday night at 9.15 p.m. and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. during the TV season. And that's in Eastern Daylight Time, GMT minus four at onespodcast.com slash live. I thought the Matrix reference in this was kind of funny. I'm not sure if it was intentional like that, but it was the whole red and blue thing again. Because Except there was only one choice. Well, Emma was wearing red, though, when wow. Hook was offering the she blue wasn't. potion. She was. So. She was. I don't remember the red. Yeah. But we did get to see her jacket at the end. Yes. I thought she was going back for the book. I thought the book was in her closet. I don't know how that would have made any sense, but she's like, I just need one thing. She goes to her closet where I fully expected her all hiatus to find that book. (laughs) And that's not what she got. That would have been cool, but then it would have raised all kinds of questions. How did the book get there? Well, I know. It's a question we already have. How did the book get there? I thought it was just something the book does. And that's why I expected her to find it the way Mary Margaret did. (sighs) But I think the icon of her red jacket was really cool to bring that in because as soon as she said let me go back and get something i thought oh this is going to be good this is going to be (laughs) something iconic of some sort it's going to be something that's going to make some of us cheer in some way (laughs) (laughs) and it was cool it was cool our chat room caught a little reference here her ruby jacket and she's going to somewhere that seems to have been cursed by the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know about Ruby Jacket, but I'll, I'll, I'll allow it if I'm the judge of such things. Yeah, Ruby Slippers, by the way, is trademark. It's a, they can't use that in Once Upon a Time because that was made for the movie. Because Technicolor had just come out. That's right. why the first part of the movie is in black and white. The old wizard of oz movie the first right. parts in black and white then color which is odd that they repeated that for the new movie but kind of cool so we're gonna be again a bit all over the place it was cool to see jiminy cricket back even though it wasn't voiced by Raphael subarch right that was kind of sad 
I almost felt for once like they could have taken longer to drag some plot points out. I never thought I'd say that. But the way things were was kind of interesting. I mean, I guess if they were just going to end up back in Storybrooke anyway, probably better. I'm glad they did it the way they did it instead of building it up. They just had Hook tell us, yeah, Storybrooke's back, which I don't know. I'm not sure what I think about that. Yeah, that's... I almost feel like... They could have done it next season and it would have been more effective in a way. Yeah. Like spend the rest of this season... I don't know what important story they could have told, but they could have probably found one like with people (laughs) in... I don't know. The way they set it up, maybe it wasn't going to work very well, but I think it could have. Yeah, it does seem a bit rushed because here we spent all of these emotions to say goodbye and felt like we're never going to see this again. We're finished with Storybrooke. The story's going to move on from here. Goodbye. All of this stuff. And it's like someone saying, I'm going on a long trip. I'm going to be gone for five years. I may never come back. (laughs) And you spend days and days weeping over this goodbye. And they say (laughs) goodbye. And then they take 10 steps away. They step just out of view. And then they turn around and say, no, sorry, I decided to change my mind. I'm going to stay. I mean, yeah, that's cool. That would be happy for anyone. So I'm not downplaying that. But you put us through that. They're already talking about, I'll bet we can get Rumpelstiltskin back. <laughs> like, cool, we knew it. But really, it's like you come back after the hiatus and you say all that big stuff we built up and caused tears and just kidding. That was that was a cliffhanger. We, we weren't serious. Well, what was cool in the special that they had just before this premiere, mm. uh, which if you couldn't see it, find a way to rewatch it because it was pretty good. It has had some cool insights from the cast as well as the creators of Once Upon a Time. But one of the things that uh, Kitsis and Horowitz, the writers, brought out is that they wanted season three to feel like two separate seasons with a full story arc and a close and moving on to something else. And they've done that. They did that really well with the end of the first half of this third season. Now we're in the second half. So it's going to feel like a completely different season, different story arc. And in a way that makes things easier going forward, because that means it will be uh, three months on three months off, three months on three uh-huh. months off, three on three off, three on three off like that until the end. Potentially that might be how they do it. Right. Which could be fun. Could be. Yes. <laughs> we'll it could see. be fun. Yes. So yes, I will try to let it go, but <laughs> don't uh, hold it back anymore. Right. <laughs> just, just saying guys, Go ahead and take some risks. It's okay to severely alter the show. Your fans will get over the big changes. If you want, if that's what's good for the story, that's what's good for the story. You don't have to make the change and then undo it every single time. Well, one thing I can't appreciate, I know we're spending a lot of time on a few points, that's why it's initial reactions. Yes. That I'm getting it out of my system now. When they went back to Storybrooke, it wasn't the exact same curse all over again. I appreciate that because I thought, okay, now it's going to be, now Emma's going to be the new Henry trying to tell everybody who they (laughs) really are. Emma's the new Henry. (laughs) And all of this. But no, it wasn't like that. It's, I think this is more exciting because this means presumably everyone in Storybrooke remembers nothing from the past year. So they can tell two stories very well and have everybody 
asking questions. Because right. just to clarify, I know some people in the chat room were a little confused what's going on. What we see in Enchanted Forest happened immediately after Regina changed the curse and everyone was sent back. So that's happening uh-huh. a year ago. Right. What we see today in Storybrooke and in New York City is happening today after everyone has been cursed again and it's been a year. Yes, so some of what I thought was going to happen sort of is happening. Not that we're seeing flashbacks from last year with Emma and Henry, because probably most of that isn't important. But we are seeing flashbacks of what happened to everybody else during that year. Yeah, I guess they are flashbacks. They are. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> because this episode... Now, well... <laughs> now that Emma arrived in Storybrooke, we have present day Storybrooke, and we have... A year ago, Enchanted Forest. I Actually, I wouldn't really consider these flashbacks. I would consider well, them, they're telling, depending on how they do this. They weren't flashbacks until Emma got to Storybrooke. If yeah. they keep showing us, and I assume they will, what happened during that year, then yeah, they're flashbacks. And, you know, I would really like it if they tell the story in this new way of not character flashbacks where we go back to precurse or anything like that i know they're going to do that when they give us the backstory for the green lady but <laughs> we can call which, her the wicked witch probably <laughs> which they're probably going to give us that story most likely and there might be some more backstory for robin hood maybe but as they tell most of the story i would be fine if all they do is they tell us two separate timelines and we follow those two separate timelines pretty faithfully so what we see four weeks from now in Enchanted Forest is not out of chronological order, like most flashbacks have been, where they show us a flashback that was a year ago, then the right. next episode is a flashback that was four years ago, the next episode, right. you know, that whole mixing it up thing. Yeah, so almost like they're just telling two different stories coming together at the same time. Right. Yeah, and and I like that way that they're doing that. And they did something sort of similar with the return of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Check out wonderlandpodcast.com, where this return episode didn't have any flashbacks whatsoever so that they could tell this jam-packed story. Right. Right, right, right. No traditional sense flashbacks. Yeah. But by the way, before we continue on, I want to thank a few people who have helped make this episode possible. For once podcast and these are people who continue to donate even when we don't have episodes they still send us donations so big big thank yous to steve johnson david newland lisa slack michael and and mateson julia portella laura silva and dj firewolf big thanks guys for, and ladies for donating to this episode of once podcast we really appreciate it it does still cost money to run the podcast even when we're not running the podcast, (laughs) running the website and the forums and the media hosting, all of that is expensive. And we really appreciate the support. And if you'd like your list listed here, if you'd like your name in this list, (laughs) then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And big thanks for the support. Aurora and Philip are back. I wonder to what degree. Eh, I don't know. They're... What would we call them? What do you call it when... Welcoming committee. No. They're like the people in Walmart who stand at the door and welcome everyone who come in. 
They're collaborators. Because they were, I'm hold on. I'm okay. stuck on this point now. Oh I gosh. realized <laughs> they welcomed Neil. They welcomed everybody here in this episode. They welcomed Emma and Snow when they crossed over. Uh, if this were Doctor Who, at some point we'd be like, of course, how could we be so stupid? It's you all along. There's something special about you. Why do I keep coming back to you? Why do every time we jump realms, we land at your feet? It's fate. They are the Enchanted Forest Greeters, the EFGs. Maybe they are. Maybe there's something going on in that aurora head that just, it's like magnetism. <laughs> it attracts magic. And magic portals just poof right uh, in front of her. Here's a good question, though, from Brent in our chat room is, did Aurora and Philip get cursed as well? So are they in now in Storybrooke? That's, uh, see, yeah, they're, I will say for all my complaining, if they're going to do what they've done, they're doing it in a cool way mm-hmm. because they aren't building up the return of Storybrooke too much. They're just like, yeah, it's back. Just. <laughs> Here we go, uh, which actually makes the end of how I kind of griped about the way they ended the last episode. It makes more sense. They're not they're trying not to build some of these points up too much mm. because why would it be a big reveal? They're just there's kind of matter of fact about it. And the yeah, so we're in Storybrooke. But it's not the Storybrooke we know precisely. It's a little bit it's going to be shifted in some way. We don't know all the details of the curse who's there who's not there how all that works you know actually when i saw the spoiler i couldn't avoid that showed storybrook i thought maybe storybrook went back to enchanted forest oh that actually would have been kind of cool so really in this episode when that smoke came yeah i was expecting storybrook to pop up in enchanted forest that could have been fun that gazebo is just suddenly in the middle of the street yeah Yes. Or like one of the gazebos in the park or something. Right. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. It's, so that's all pretty cool. What if, what if it's like Groundhog Day? What if every morning they wake up and all they remember is saying goodbye to Emma? And every morning they come downstairs and they're like, Emma, you're here. And she's like, yeah, guys, I've been here for two months and we have great breakfasts. That could get awkward when Snow eventually has the baby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Snow is pregnant, if you didn't notice. <laughs> if you didn't get that. Hint. If you didn't get that, then you need to stop watching now. <laughs> <laughs> Which the writers had hinted at before, even before she said anything in an episode that I want to have another baby. The writers had hinted at what if Snow and Charming were to have another baby and imagine the family struggles that we would ha- they would have with Emma now not being an only child anymore and that's uh, the situation i think we're going to see here is emma will have some of that to struggle with at the same time as trying to help everyone figure out what happened right do you think it'll be a struggle though will she be terribly jealous of a newborn um maybe i mean yeah i guess there could be some stuff there but but yeah what did you think of Emma's boyfriend from the beginning? I I didn't see any of that stuff coming. And the funny thing is that I had been in the chat room where we allow spoilers on the forums. And somebody had basically flat out said <laughs> that Emma was dating a flying monkey. And I was like, 
okay, either spoiler or everybody's just having a ridiculous conversation. And I left and it was so silly, I just forgot about it. And I still, watching the episode, didn't see it coming. Yeah, I I think I saw the same thing. Maybe we were on the forums at the same time that day. Maybe. And um, yeah, I thought, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, that's a fun insult about your <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> Do you know you're dating I, a flying monkey? <laughs> I just thought he was a nice guy and it was going to be a tough choice. And maybe she would even somehow end up bringing him back and all this stuff. Could have been a tomorrow all over again. So thank I, you for sparing us that. Right. Yeah, I thought, please, not a third guy competing <laughs> for Emma's heart. Right. But with that guy, the scene there, I want to know, and I'm going to try and do some screenshot comparisons. I want to know, was that the same restaurant? Actually, no, I take that back. That would not have been the same restaurant that Emma met that other guy in, in the pilot episode. It looked very similar, but now I realize it couldn't be because she was in Boston in the pilot and now they're in New York City. Right. I was also glad when she was just like, nope, no school today. We're leaving because I could just see Henry walking out of the apartment building and getting scooped up by a flying Walsh monkey. (laughs) Yeah, I thought he was going to kidnap her. Yeah. Like as soon as there was a knock on the door, I thought he'd just kidnap her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't think that with the knock on the door, but I thought, yeah. Oddly, even when his eyes turned red, I don't think I was thinking flying monkey because it wasn't on my radar that a flying monkey could look like a human and act like a human. And let's be honest, if you have the choice as a living being of being a human and interacting with people on a deep and complex level and all of these things where you can be a winged monkey going and grinning like an idiot from the ground and dripping blood off your claws and stuff. Which one are you going to choose on a daily basis? I can see you're pretty passionate about this. (laughs) Choose human, not monkey people. (laughs) Bumper sticker. Rick rack in our forum caught something or in our chat room here caught something that she shared that i didn't see in this but we've got a tiny tv really it's tiny it's smaller than my (laughs) computer monitor and it's not high definition or anything like that so i can't see these kinds of details and we sit far away from the tv we're looking for a sponsor to help provide a new tv by the way but rick rack caught that walsh had a scar in his neck oh really from robin's arrow so that flying monkey oh walsh was the same one who attacked snow and regina okay there's a a mind bender where i just wasn't even thinking about that that's cool yeah we'll have some screenshots when we do our full discussion this wednesday Huh. Because I, I want to confirm that, but I mean, her saying that makes perfect sense now. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Good catch, Rick Rack. Awesome. And the we'll, we'll get lots of screenshots for different things that we need. But I wonder what other belongings have been returned to Enchanted Forest because they said the belongings. And how did Hook get back? Because it sounded like Hook came back separately from everyone else oh yeah it does sound that way it sounds 
Yeah, it sounds like actually somehow whatever he did, he wasn't affected by the new curse. And then he was told by someone else, apparently, who wasn't affected by it, that there had been a new curse. Mm-hmm. And he managed to get to our world. And, yeah. He has his ways. Very, very strange. But they they talked a little bit about the Wicked Witch being powerful enough to touch other worlds or reach into other worlds. Um, Something well, like that. it was just sort of speculation of who could do this, and he just said someone powerful enough to reach into another world. If that is the Wicked Witch, I wonder if maybe she and Rumpelstiltskin have a history that he got some of what he needed for the Dark Curse from her. Maybe. Because the whole slippers thing, remember, Rumpel was after the slippers as a means of transportation to our world. True. To, to get Neil. So I wonder if the slippers are her creation in some way that she's able to make things or make people go between worlds. Yeah. Interesting. Except, yeah, it sounds like a full-blown curse again. Yeah, and there, it comes back to that I don't really want to see them looping the story so much right <laughs> but it was a little too much cursing and counter cursing happening it was supposed to be like the big event and now it's sort of happened two more times this year but it is different this time remember the old disney sleeping beauty and the fairies and what they kept doing to the dress turning it from pink to blue and back and forth <laughs> let's yes. please not do green to purple green to purple on the curse and send people no now you're enchanted force no now you're storybrook Let's not do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weather forecast on Good Morning Storybrooke is there's a 65% chance of us send us back to Enchanted Forest curse coming this way. Scattered cursing. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's totally different. <laughs> Scattered cursing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but apparently... You can mistake curse clouds for storms, Aurora and Philip. My last thing that I want to mention as a thought here is I want, I'm curious where the story will develop with Regina and Hook. I mean, not Hook. (laughs) Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. Because they're supposedly soulmates. See, now he's one that I think is probably in Storybrooke now. Hmm. That could be cool. And at some point, Regina should see the tattoo if she hasn't already, yeah. which I'm assuming she will have by Storybrooke. Yeah, but she'll have forgotten it. No, or will she? Because they forgot everything from the last year. Remember what David oh. said? He said it was as if we just said goodbye. Or he said something right. like, all we remember, remember is just saying goodbye. Yeah, so she would have forgotten that. So she'd have to meet him again in Storybrooke, basically. Yeah. But she would still have the memory of the lion tattoo. Right. So she'll recognize the tattoo. I guess that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Unless tattoos can be removed in a curse. <laughs> well, if you can turn a cricket back into a man with a curse. <laughs> Change hairstyles. Yeah, I guess the tattoo could be removed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Team 7 was cool that they're back to their good-looking oh. selves. <laughs> <laughs> We're handsome. But, yeah. Well, before we bring this to a close, I want to thank Moo, I'm a Fox, for leaving <laughs> a comment. 
kind review for us in <laughs> iTunes. I go off the usernames that people have. <laughs> Thank you so much for the iTunes review. It really encourages us and it helps other people find the podcast. If you haven't left a review for us in iTunes, please go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, we've got a new podcast to share with you. In the heart of the Midwest, a mystery is brewing. I want you to explain to me why a federal agency would issue a report for a boy who died 32 years ago. In the heart of a family, faith is being tested. The DNA test came back. Jacob is your son, Mr. Lex. In the heart of the listeners, questions will rise. Did I die? Did we all die? Noodle Mix Network, in partnership with MediaVoiceOvers.com, proudly present the one podcast that will get to the heart of what it truly means to be alive. Join Wayne Henderson and Troy Heinrichs for Resurrection Revealed. Watch ABC's Resurrection, then subscribe to get to the heart of each episode. Follow on Twitter at Resurrection Pod and listen all season at ResurrectionRevealed.com. That's right. While Snow is still pregnant with her baby, Noodle Mix Network has birthed a new podcast. Check it out over at ResurrectionRevealed.com. And please, even if you're not that interested in the TV show, at least listen to an episode of the podcast. They interviewed the creator of the show. They're ahead of us. And they're only on their (laughs) second episode. They're recording the third episode, actually, right after we finish here. Define ahead. (laughs) But... If you would, please go check out ResurrectionRevealed.com, subscribe in iTunes, and especially, please write a review for them in iTunes. It's already new and noteworthy, and we'd love to see them get some great listeners. So go over to Resurrection Revealed. It is the show that comes on after Once Upon a Time. So I know that competes a little bit with your schedule for listening to the podcast (laughs) and watching the TV show, but there are things where you can watch it afterward, you know depending on your cable provider and all of that. I was going to say, like, eight days after. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might change. It might. So, check that out. ResurrectionRevealed.com. And big welcome to Wayne and... Or big congratulations to Wayne and Troy <laughs> for interviewing the creator. <laughs> yeah. And also for launching a great podcast over there. Pretty cool. So, we'd love to hear from you your thoughts about this episode of Once Upon a Time. Please email your thoughts with the subject line, New York City Serenade, so that we can know which episode you're talking about. Send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221, or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right through the website. We've also got the forums where you can go and start sharing your theories and chatting it up there, commenting on other people's theories, sharing your Easter eggs, observations, research, all of that stuff. And we're going to be bringing in more of that in our full discussions when Jacqueline, Hunter, and Aaron join us on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four at oncepodcast.com slash live. We'd love for you to connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast, and you can follow each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. Follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And you can comment on the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 132. And until next time, be careful whom you date, because they may just turn out to be a flying monkey out to kill you. <laughs> But thanks for listening. 
Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor and help be like co-producers with us, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor for a one-time or automatic monthly contribution.